word color, color day. Oh, I couldn't tell if you said color or collar or collared. I was like, oh. those are all very different things. <laughs> where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? <laughs> I almost forgot to say my name. <laughs> I was like, they don't know. They know I'm here. <laughs> what? How would they know? You don't talk. Do it's know? a podcast. Um, yeah, you said what's up. Hey, what's up, guys? Hope you're doing well today on this I mean, I would not be eating them, but there are plenty of people. Oh, do you not like them? No. I do. <laughs> I like most greens. But usually, like, when they're cooked with... Actually, my favorite is when you cook, like, um, greens with, like, uh, lemon. Lemon and, like, maybe, like, garlic and stuff. That's, like... my Actually, when I make, like, spinach, that's not collard greens at all. But I do, like, red chili flakes. <laughs> nice. That's a good it's idea. Yeah, I do a lot of that when I make kale. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then I put tahini on it too. Oh, see, that's what I was thinking. Kale with like um, lemon uh, is like a good combo. It cuts through the bitterness. Okay, color day. So how do we celebrate yes. color day? Yes, see, look, there you are already ringing in. Um, so <laughs> it is hard to imagine the world without color. Without color, we would nearly be blind. Okay, what are you talking about? <laughs> what? That's not... That's not how that works. Things are still colors when you can't see them. I'm going to keep reading this ridiculousness. Doctors <laughs> check for health through the color of a patient's skin. True. One time, one time I saw a patient here leave that was like the most jaundiced person. I, he looked like a carrot. I had never seen jaundice like that, which breaks my heart because there are like liver, liver transplant patients here. But like, yeah. I was like, oh shit, that's like real jaundice. Like you look like someone just rubbed highlighter all over your skin. It was a lot. I was that's impressed. So that's one of the, re- that's how they can tell if someone's healthy is color of their skin. Uh, on a late cool autumn morning, sparkling frost and leaves changing from green to vermilion signal a change of seasons. What this, who is this person? A frost. Abnormal. What is that? In October, we have, like, 90-degree days. It, we're going to be 100 tomorrow. I'm like, what? Ugh. It's it's Santa Ana winds here, though. I don't know what y'all, what y'all are doing. But... It's just North Carolina. It's just, it's kind of. <laughs> Every a, year. It's just not. Yeah, North Carolina. Love it, but what are you doing? Um, here's another good one. A flush of color in the cheeks of a friend sends a cue of her embarrassment. <laughs> The street light <laughs> the street light turns from green to yellow to red. In the Grand Canyon, layers of sediment range in color from black to pale ash, 
All these signs alert us to change the code. What are they talking about? This is hilarious. I love it. Who wrote this? Oh my God, Leslie, here's a word I don't know. Imagine a world <laughs> without Chris, Chrysocola? Chrysocola. It's like C-H-R-Y-S-O-C-O-L-L-A. I assume it's colors. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Oh, hold on. They're going to tell us. I should have read forward. <laughs> this mineral formed from hydrated copper. Oh, grapples. Hold on. Hydrated copper phyllosilicate. Phyllosilicate? Phyllosilicate, probably. That means, like, probably that, the, you know how copper looks kind of, like, shimmery? When you put it in oh, stuff, it's probably okay. like that. Develops colors from the from a brilliant cyan to jade green. From darkening skies. What the hell? I'm reading this. From darkening skies I'm before the storm. Okay, look, look. I'm not gonna read I anymore. This is stupid. We're, I'm gonna just also <laughs> read. Okay, here's here's what the part that's funny. I didn't realize that was gonna be so dumb. I thought it was gonna be entertaining, and they <laughs> took a turn. Um, different colors are perceived to mean different things. The following is one rendition of the perceived meaning of the various colors. In the United States, it's very specific. Um, I guess that's true, but in other places, like they're, they mean different things. But red means excitement, love, strength. Yellow, competence, happiness. Green, good taste, and the relaxation. Excuse me. Blue, corporate, high quality. Pink, sophistication, sincerity. Violet or purple, authority, power, brown, ruggedness, black, grief, fear, white, happiness, purity. Is that the funniest? Like, what are they talking about? What's happening? I'm sorry, Leslie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and just close this out. But that's today. (laughs) That was was entertaining. And weird. Sorry. We are going to lose all of our followers now. That's it. We're done. We had a good run. (laughs) Um, I had a good run. <laughs> well, did you have a sugar baker moment? Maybe you can bring him back. Uh, oh, crap. Did you not? I don't think so. I didn't ask beforehand. No, that's okay. Even your couch. I want to hear working? about yours. What about your couch? That was just dumb. I mean, oh. like, I'm happy that it's working, but it was just kind of annoying mm. and frustrating. <laughs> so, like, like, I'm glad it's fine, but the whole process. So, like, if you'd gotten just a brand new couch and it actually was broken, it'd almost be better than, like, having, than it not, yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that's okay. I'm really glad that it's over and it's super comfy. It looks very cozy. Yeah, couch. Your couch is great. Um, When you sit on it, where do you, do you, do you normally sit on, like, the end that doesn't have the big old legs part? Oh, no, I just stretch out on that part. Do you really? Yeah, I would fall the hell to sleep. I guess I'm gonna sit on it when if I ever come back to North Carolina, but um, <laughs> but I'm, I would probably just like like fall asleep like all the time. It's very comfy. Yeah. Oh, okay. She has one of those like L shaped like couches that has like a big old long. Yeah, I think I I think I had couches like that when I was like a kid. Long yeah, Derek feet. and Kristen have one, and that's why I wanted this one. Because oh, really? like every time my dogs sit Max, I like don't move off of their chaise part of their couch. <laughs> and I was like, "This, I want this." And that was the goal. <laughs> it's like something I, like I won't this. move from. Right? Yeah, that's always the goal. We well, had a lot of movies to watch this uh, month. You're gonna make it, right? Are yes. you gonna Are you gonna get through? 30? Yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, is it thirty or yeah, thirty one? I'll probably watch. It's thirty one, okay. but I'll probably end up watching like more than that. Because mm-hmm. I'm ahead of schedule right now. I thought you would be. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. What was your sugar baker moment? Um. Oh God, I feel like I've talked so much already about stupid ass colors. 
Um, I, um, no, it was a good idea. They just executed it poorly. Uh, I, like, I, I thought it was kind of funny. I was like, oh, we're doing this one. And then I was like, <laughs> no, it was a good idea. That's like you, you had a good idea and they just no. like, they let you down. Should That's what happened. That out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started and ended the week pretty cool. I went to, uh, my brother got me a ticket to Disney for my birthday even though my birthday was in September, I and I, it's kind of hard to really start a job to take time off right away. But I knew that it would be much yeah. better this time of year to go during a weekday. And I picked a mm-hmm. Monday yeah. because I wasn't on call and it was like a clinical day. So we didn't have like, um, you know, a lot of things planned in the schedule. Uh, we had nothing planned in the schedule, actually. So I could easily go. And, um, and the cool thing is actually my job um, pays me in a day's work for donating platelets, which I do um, a couple of times a month sometimes, or at least once, once a month is what I do. And uh, so, so that was cool. So I was able to take a Monday off and it was fun that the Sunday before I was like, I was really excited about going. I don't really, I'm in the middle. Some people like love Disney, they love it. Um, I'm in the middle, um, I just moved my computer. Did it sound very loud on your, oh no, it's on my phone. I didn't notice. Okay, good. It's on like a thing, so probably hopefully it didn't okay. make sound for people. Uh, they may have. <laughs> it's like sitting on the floor where I'm able to set up in order to record today. Um, but, um, yeah, I know people in the middle that like, at one point I hated like corporate Disney also pissed and stuff, and then... And when I was younger, I liked it a lot. So now I'm like, I can appreciate fun things, but not get like overboard mm-hmm. about it. Because yeah. it's, you know, like, like, I'm like, okay, like Walt Disney was kind of a little anti-Semitic, probably also racist. Uh, you know, like the dude himself, like he had some flaws, as people do, but like people like revere him, some people do. And I'm like, ooh, or do you just like his land that he made or his world? His creation. Yeah. Um, so I'm definitely not one of those that, like, doesn't, doesn't take into account his stuff. Like, I actually have a friend that even named her kid after him. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know about them apples. Um. <laughs> I don't know about them <laughs> it's, apples. It's a very cute kid, but I don't think I'd name a kid after this guy. Um, but, um, yeah, I, and, and, and she goes, like, all the time. So I'm not one of those. But if I lived here, I, and I had, like, lots of money. I would potentially get like um, an annual pass because it's a kind of it's maybe it was maybe it was because of my job. The nicest thing was like it was like the one of the best days I've had here. That without hanging out with other people, my other good days were because of like who I was with. Excuse me, but I was there by myself, which I'm totally fine about. I'm kind of a loner at times, and um, uh, it was kind of nice that no one was dying there. <laughs> or actively, yes, at least, because <laughs> that's what happens a lot as a chaplain as I go. Or where people are because they're dying. Um, and um, uh, I had like good food and it was fun. I even like it was hot. It ended up being one of the hottest days since August, which they hadn't planned on, but I had. Like originally I had a jacket and I was like, nah, never mind. I left it in the car and I was wearing like shorts and I had sunscreen on because I had looked at the um, weather. And I brought my Kindle. So I could read werewolf porn when I was standing in line. It ended up being much busier. Smart decision. Yeah, I know. It ended up being, I looked at the calendar for like what days were predicted to be busy. And this one, it was supposed to be like 20 minutes uh, in line for the really, really busy uh, rides, like Matterhorn and like 
Indiana Jones and like haunted house and stuff. And those were all at least 60, if not longer. So, so yeah, so that was one thing. It kind of, I did get to do everything because uh, it was kind of long lines and there were a lot of people at the end. So I got a little bit, over, I honestly did get a little overwhelmed, but it was such a fun day. And I want to go back where my friend's boyfriend's works for Disney and offered me a free ticket to go back. So I think, oh, I, so cool. yeah, so I think I'm going to go like in between Christmas and spring break. I think that's when it would be yes. like a dead day. Cause I like, and I would go even earlier. Cause that was the one thing is that I, I got there um, when I had planned, but then there was so much traffic to park. Um, mm. It was just took so long to park and get into the park and stuff. So, which, and you know, when you're going somewhere for the first time, those are the kind of things you don't know about necessarily. So I'll take that into account um, next time. But it was very sweet of my brother too. Uh, think of that because I would never have chosen yeah, to go such like, a good on my own. I know and he's good about that um, he's good about uh, being very thoughtful about things like he he very much helped fund my trip to Sri Lanka last year as part of my as, as my Christmas present or, or birthday or something I can't remember now I get kind of my things kind of get smushed in my head so that was Monday fun and then yesterday was my last uh, my one day off because <laughs> I'm at work right now. Uh, my last week, a part of the week, I guess, was yesterday. I got to see my friends who came down from Seattle. Uh, I guess I should do actually a shout out. Uh, Sarah and Vasant Salcedo have done a documentary about the Duwamish and Chinook tribes that are trying to uh, be federally recognized. And they have been actually for decades if not centuries i feel like 1896 mm -hmm. is when something started but you know i'm not so good with numbers um absolutely amazing story i got to meet people from the chinook tribe that are all around the seattle washington area and their um uh, documentary is called promised land and so they came for actually to where i work and it is connected to um a even the work at the hospital they came to the university and that university actually has some really cool classes they teach about like indigenous women writers and like stuff like that. I was like, what? I know. I was, I wanted like this solo buy for some of these classes. Like what? Yeah. And the auditorium was full of people. Full. That's okay. There were people touching they me. had a good <laughs> Yeah, I know. I thought it was going to be like me and like 12 other people. This is a Friday night as well. Um, full of people. And they had like a panel um, of, uh, of local people from like local tribes because because this because uh, you know california has is on land as well that was uh, stolen from people in mean, los angeles area i mean california yeah all, all, all of the country obviously is but um so that was very wonderful that we had actually the um we had like a, a blessing of uh the showing and um that kind of thing so that was cool they were here on friday and then we and it was actually fun i love when i'm like part of I'm, I'm with the talent you know what I mean <laughs> it makes things a little more fun I don't really care about that shit but it just kind of makes it a little more fun that like you get to see, like you're really proud of like your friends or someone you care about doing something cool and being able to support them mm -hmm. and then um so I did that even though I was so exhausted but Sarah like and like I wasn't sure they really like we we're really good friends but I haven't seen them for six years and I was like they're gonna be busy like and they've been working on this documentary for at least like I think three years now I can't remember how long it's been um, but, um, I was like, they're gonna be busy. They probably even won't even notice if I'm there, but she texted me during the day. She's like, am I going to see you tonight? <laughs> I was like, oh, I guess so. And I would, and once I was around them and I, and you, as you knew, cause I told you like my, my, uh, dad in particular had been kind of dick this week about things. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, oh, family, 
is a thing with me, but um, I've got some really great people that kind of come into my life and become like family. And uh, I, these people have been like my siblings since the day we met, basically. Like it's Sarah has three younger sisters and and her husband that she's been with for at least thirteen years now, and he's definitely like a brother. And she's like a sister. One of her younger sisters is very much like a younger sister to me. So it was very nice to see them. And so we hung out all day yesterday because <laughs> uh, they only were here for a day. Um, and, you know, I had my car, too, my little Nigel that I drove across the damn country. Um, so I was able to drive them all around, went down to Santa Monica and or Santa Monica Pier and had some really good Mexican food. I didn't get mole. Yes. I'm so sad. I, I thought about it. I was like... Do I want mole or do I want to get a um, a chili relleno burrito? Because I think that keeps being on menus and I want one. Um, and so I got that instead, but then the mole looked like really good. So I have to make sure I get that before I before too long. <laughs> I have a lot of before too I have long. a lot of Mexican food here. I pretty much have it like three times a week, probably. I mean, it's not every so good. There. I had Chinese noodles for the first time since I moved today. I just realized mm-hmm. I was like, I have not had Chinese food. I either get pizza. Or salads, or like it's just Mexican food all the time. Tamales out the yin yang. Tamales. <laughs> so, they're so, so good. good. Although I realize they're so good. A lot, a lot of times here they will use like vegetable shortening to be like healthier, in theory. Mm-hmm. But like the traditional ones are made with straight up lard. That's why they're yeah. so tasty. <laughs> That's why they're so good. <laughs> I always just love the cornmeal. Like the cornmeal is where it's, I don't care what the hell is in it. The cornmeal is like what I love. And I'm like, oh, because yeah. it's cornmeal fat. That's why. <laughs> That's why it's good. I just looked up to see if they're like vegetarian at all or whatever. And I was like, oh, no, they're not. Like sometimes they are here because people are like vegan and vegetarian in California. And also they're like health conscious, especially yeah. in this area. But um, like they don't even mm-hmm. have fried foods in my work. But um uh, like in the vending machine at all, <laughs> or in the cafeteria. But yeah, so sorry, long story, but it's fine. Cause and also they had their like really adorable friend, um, who is from the Chinook tribe as well. And he was just so funny. Cause he was like, just so like just precious. And I was kind of hoping to get to know him better the night before. And he was with them all day. So I was like, that was fun. He's one of the like funniest people. Uh, his name was Aaron as well. So, so oh, that's like, cute. Funny, there were a lot of jokes about that. Um, like for like, I became front seat Aaron because I was driving and stuff. And it's like this makes no sense out of context. You had to be there. Um, and also the soft little sister was up from San Diego, so it was a wonderful just kind of like day of like being with these people and driving all around. And it was a good end to my week. Oh, that's cool. Talk so much on this podcast. <laughs> that's it's a podcast. That's what you're supposed to, to do. About. Um, yeah, so at least I guess I'm glad that I had some shooter written about it. So sometimes I'm like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> I am upset that the one for last week was canceled. My dad wrote a porno. It's canceled. Aww, <laughs> it was on a Thursday, sad. so I may have been tired anyway. But, um, and I hope nothing's wrong. But, like, yeah, they canceled their U.S. Yeah. shows. Because it's, I mean, they're only in New York and L.A. <laughs> yeah. And I happen to live here. The U.S. shows New York, L.A. Of course, right? Only cities in the damn country. And um, yep. so dumb. Uh, and I've been listening to this podcast, I think, for like at least two years. It's been since season one. Um, yeah, you've been listening to it for a oh while. Oh, my God. It's just like and I, and it's, I was gearing up for this show. Like I listen to it every day at to work. In order to like, and, and my commute's so long that it takes like two or three episodes to get here. 
But it's like, yeah. it was the one thing that was like, I'm not going to listen to like the radio and be annoyed. Um, I'm not going to listen to music and like, whatever. I'm just going to listen to this like funny podcast. Like I, it just, it just makes me laugh and I like don't have to think about it. I can pay attention to driving and all that stuff. So I was supposed to see them on Thursday, but they canceled. Well, hopefully postponed. I hope they'll come back. Hopefully postponed. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's just a postponement. Because I they kept talking about their shows in like the England area. I was like, oh like my like my other podcast, I love no such thing as a fish. They always talk about being in England. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can you just come here? I, mean, I know you wouldn't maybe well, I don't know. My dad would have has like millions of listeners. So I think they have like wherever they go, they're pretty much set to like sell tickets. Yeah. But um, yeah, next week maybe I won't have anything because I'm just rambling on right now. Um, would you like me to talk about the episode as well? I mean, you can read it because I've yes. done so much talking. Do you want to read it? No, you read it because I'll have to start recapping. Oh, I sure would just fuck up for that. And I will not. Hey, guess what, guys? No food is anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> at all there is ice in my cups that may chink a little or kind of well this you know what's the sound that it makes it you know <laughs> what? the ice may make sound when I take sips I'm sorry <laughs> it was not a glass so that's why I'm like I can't I don't know what sound it makes really it doesn't really crinkles I don't know um, so <laughs> we watched season 4 episode 3 which first aired October 9th, 1989, which is cool because we're kind of close to that. Maybe if we like, yeah. if we miss a week over the holidays or something, we'll like catch up. It'll, yeah, we'll like catch yeah. up. Um, this one is called There She Is. I just realized what I meant when I was filling in the script. I was like, oh, because of Miss uh, Georgia. Suzanne yep. is asked to give up her crown as Miss Georgia U.S. after a 15-year-old scoring era error is discovered um audrey who is the one who i believe tells her that she isn't miss georgia come uh, is right. um i love this one on the mom's name it's like zoo it's, <laughs> it's like zone it's z i just thought blaze is back is what i just thought in my head um, blaze is back <laughs> <laughs> For people who've never seen Burning Love, it's please watch just it. It's please on Hulu. watch it. Just do it. <laughs> so stupid and I love it. So many great movies <laughs> and I need to watch it right now. Um, her name is right spelled um, Z O A U N N E. So it's like almost like Joan Joanne with a Z, maybe. Yeah, like like Zoan. Zoan, yeah. Zo- yeah, something like that. Uh, Leroy, of course, is That's a good name. Yes, Leroy. Leroy, just normal yeah. name. We know. I mean, I shouldn't say she's not normal. Sorry, I don't mean that the other one's not. I just, I'm just ignorant. It's easier and to don't pronounce. don't know how to pronounce it. No, probably people <laughs> know how to pronounce it. I'm just an ignorant idiot. Um, Donna Jo, who is the other person that shows up. The other person. <laughs> I'm not going to say spoilers the about other. what it is. I mean, well, yeah. yeah, whatever. Um, Her name is Margie, but smell, smelled. <laughs> spelled. <laughs> been drinking um spelled with a j it's m-a-r-j-i i I love it margie martin that's clearly a hollywood name and then klein i think is her husband he's played by russell anderson is it him or is it the old dude oh it's the old dude yeah i wondered that too maybe it's the old dude that's right one of them so leslie what happened this week 
so we start Sugar Breakers yeah. as per usual. Um, Charlene's baby shower is about to happen, so the whole house is decorated and they're getting ready. And Suzanne is like super excited, and she comes down and she tells she makes Charlene promise she won't go into Julia's room because she hasn't finished wrapping all the baby presents yet. She has to go and get more wrapping paper. And Mary Jo uh, is talking about what a big year it's been for Charlene. Excuse me, just like getting married and then getting pregnant on your honeymoon. And Charlene says, "I've never seen people count mentally (laughs) counting to nine before." Those Um, judgy bitches. I know, right? Judgmental. Um, And Charlene says it's like a hand guiding her life. Like, is it? (laughs) This part made me laugh. Too much, too fast. Too Too much, much, too soon. Too soon. Yeah, I laughed as well. Um, And she says, "How fast can you get everything you've ever dreamed of?" And gets a little bit teary eyed. Dude, I almost lost it then. I know, so cute. And Mary Jo said the same thing happened to her with Quint. Um, she cried at the top of at the tip drop of a hat. Sorry, um, she had to give <laughs> up commercials hat, entirely. Man. Tip of the hat. Uh, she had to give up commercials entirely because Ted would come home and she'd be bawling Look. over some GI Look. calling home on AT and T. That shit is real. Commercials will get me so much more than anything else. It's because they're so short. Shame. They smack it in there like all this, like just so much emotion. Yep. In like thirty seconds, and you just like lose your mind. Yep. Yeah. That's why I'm like, I'm so glad that I see fewer commercials, though, like the Internet is finding more and more ways to slip them in. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they'll get you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Charlene points out that Elvis and Priscilla got pregnant on their honeymoon. Uh, Lisa Marie was born nine months to the day after their wedding. That's why they call him the king. (laughs) She says that she's like wiping her nose because she's crying. So yeah. And then Anthony comes in. Anthony, we get Anthony and Bernice in this episode. That's always going to be a good episode. It's always a good episode. Um, so they are telling Anthony, like, they're sorry, you know, he can't stay for the baby shower. And he's like, no, it's cool. I go to boy parties sometimes. Mm-hmm. We have those tiny sandwiches with the crust cut off. And then we play word games where the prize is a biscuit cutter. So, you know, I've had my fill. I'm good. <laughs> he's so sarcastic. So sarcastic, sir. She's yeah. trying to be nice. <laughs> kind of. Not really. But, you know, a little bit. He's all sassy, of course. Um, and he said that the bakery didn't have the key lime pies they asked for, so he got lemon meringue instead. Mm. And Charlene says that's okay, but then she starts crying because it's hormones. Oh and Anthony's, like, worried, so he's trying to, like, lighten the mood. Yeah. And he's like, I feel the same way. They always have key lime. It's a sad day for bakers all around the world. <laughs> just, oh, I just, I just need Anthony in my life. <laughs> I know, right? So he has popped in for his couple of witty lines, and now he's off to get Bernice. And he tells, uh, Mary Jo tells Anthony that she thinks it's a surprise party for some reason, so yeah. humor her. <laughs> and Anthony says, I always do. That's a good setup. <laughs> for what she yeah. does, I love it. Um, and then uh, he's like, that's okay, Charlene. Um, like, I'll, I'll get you a pie anytime you want uh-huh. one. Like, he's very cute. Uh-huh. Trying to make her feel better. Um, Julia comes in at this point and asks if Charlene is all right. And she said, Anthony said you were having a nervous breakdown oh, and he was going to go punch out Chef Pierre. Um, and then Julia starts going through all the mail. It's all baby cards and baby presents. Um, and there's a registered letter for Suzanne. It's not the first one. Uh, she's gotten several of them, but she doesn't open them. And Mary Jo asks, how can someone just not open their mail? 
and Julia says, it's a little, it's a little bit of Scarlett O'Hara in Suzanne. She just doesn't accept bad news. She tells herself that she'll think about it tomorrow. And she truly <laughs> believes that if she ignores something, it'll go away. I mean, Mary Jo says, yeah. hmm? I, this makes yeah. sense given her character. Right. Mary Jo says, well, it seems to have worked with her husbands. So why not? Mm-hmm. And uh, now this older lady, Audrey, comes in looking for Suzanne. Um, she says that she always seems to miss her. So they've been trying to track her down for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, Julia offers to take a message. Um, she says her name is Audrey Dickers and she is the director of pageants for Miss Georgia USA. Mm-hmm. And come to find out Suzanne was never actually Miss Georgia. Uh, it's not good, and Julia's like, but I saw it. Yeah. I was there. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. It was a clerical error. They added up the points wrong. And as they were putting all of their files on computer recently, uh, they got to the pageant files from 1975 and discovered the mistake. Uh, the numbers don't add up. And she was leading in everything until the question. And Julia asks if this is necessary. 15 million or 15 million, 15 years later. Woo. Uh, it can be rectified uh, and it will be according to Audrey. Like it is necessary. Um, she's going to have to give her crown back. Mm-hmm. And there will be a ceremony where she will actually relinquish her crown to the real winner, which seems a little excessive. Like, if you're going to take it away from her, first of all, yeah, 15 years. And if you're going to take it away from her, why are you going to make her come to a ceremony where there are people and, like, make her give it up? This is, no, that's me. Don't do that. A ceremony? Come on. Yeah. I mean, you can have a ceremony and, where the, the, the new person's crowned, but you don't need to, like, hand yeah, it over. Yeah, but she doesn't need to, like, hand it nope. over. No. Uh, and Audrey says, I'm sure Suzanne will rise to the occasion with the true dignity of all our girls. Ew, she, and Mary so says, yeah. And Mary Jo says, do you remember Suzanne? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Julia just, like, says, oh, dear. Like, this is not going to no. be good. So Mary Jo asks how Julie is going to break it to her. And Charlene says maybe she won't be too upset. Um, she's still the first runner up. And if for any reason Miss Georgia is unable to fulfill her duties, the first runner up will take her place. This is a motif throughout the episode. Like Charlene keeps repeating this statement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and Mary Jo is like, Charlene, that almost never happens. Mm-hmm. And Mary Jo's like, well, maybe, you know, it's just one title. She has dozens. Oh, no. And Julia's like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is her whole existence and, like, the basis of who she is. Yeah. Like, she always introduces herself as Miss Georgia World. Yeah. Um, and Julia is mad because, like, Suzanne has also given a lot back to this organization yeah. over the years. And for them to do this to her. Excuse me. It's like a slap in the face. And then... Charlene is trying to be helpful and she tells a story about this cat dying while a family was oh away God. on vacation. This is a, another setup though. <laughs> it's great. So the person watching the house sent a letter to the family that said the cat is on the roof. Then they sent a second letter that said the cat fell off the roof. Then the third letter said he broke his leg and then the fourth letter said he died. <laughs> And they're like, Charlie, what is the point of that? Just, she says, I think it's sort of soften the blow yeah, a little bit. Yeah, gives time. Prepped them. Yeah. 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 And then at this point, Suzanne comes back in and she's still super excited. And she's like, you didn't go upstairs, did you? 
And Charlene says, no. <clears throat> and Suzanne says, good, because you're going to get a big surprise. And Charlene says, so are you under her oh, breath. No. Womp womp. Yeah. Uh, Julia tells Suzanne to sit down with them. And she asks if she could picture her life if she hadn't been Miss Georgia. And Suzanne is like, is this some kind of a riddle? Yeah. And Julia's like, no, can you picture it? And she's like, no. nope, I'm trying. A little hazy, but I can still definitely see that tiara on my head. And Julia's like, well, what if it weren't? And Suzanne says, that's ridiculous. Where would it be? And Julia says, it's on the roof. That killed me so much. <laughs> Great punchline. And Mary Jo tries to help, you know, like prep her a little bit. And she says, do you remember somebody named Donna Jo Carnes? And Charlene's like, oh, I bet she was sweet. And Suzanne says, no, she's big, mean, old country girl. She was sweet when the judges were around, but when they weren't. Boy, if you shared a bathroom with her, she managed to accidentally, or like Suzanne had shared a bathroom with her. She managed to accidentally drop my fire baton in the commode the day before the competition um, and said, like, she thought I was born yesterday, but I fixed her little wagon. (laughs) Which is a saying. She's like, but she's being no. Yeah, her talent. She did a dramatic reading from the Grapes of Wrath where she pulled a wagon on stage full of poor people stuff. Poor people Suzanne. stuff. She redeemed herself on the question, though, when she said she wanted to help little children all over the world, except for in Soviet Russia. Mm-hmm. Because war. this was the 80s. <laughs> um, and Suzanne said, I said I wanted to have my own TV show. Why are you asking? <laughs> uh, and then before they can break the news gently, Audrey comes back in and she's like, oh, by the way, can you please ask Suzanne to bring back the tiara and the sash as well for the ceremony? And then Bernice jumps out from behind her and says, surprise! That Question mark. is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, I almost fell over. Surprise. Uh, and then we cut to the baby shower. Uh, Charlene's opening present. Suzanne's in a daze. Uh, Bernice's present is a gerbil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she explains it. And she tells this story about whenever one of her friends was expecting, she would always ask, do you want a boy or a girl? And the answer was always, I don't care as long as it's healthy. And then Bernice would say, you'd care if it was a gerbil. So this is kind of a gag gift. That makes sense in Bernice's head. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as Bernice is telling the story, Suzanne starts, like, whimpering. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. She's got this little shocked Bernice- face the whole time, poor thing. Yeah. And Bernice says, of course, everybody isn't going to think it's funny. I'm just a friend. I'm not a professional comedian. And Mary Jo did a sort of like. (laughs) People were wondering for a minute. Maybe she was. They they were wondering, is she a professional? And then Mary Jo did like a sort of, not Mad Libs thing, but like she pulled things that Charlene said while she was answering questions. And like says that these are things that she said the night that to Bill the night that the kid was conceived and some of them include ooh and another one was just what I wanted hilarious thing I didn't this know this is weird, weird like, I didn't know that was a thing I didn't either I guess it's like one of those like baby shower yeah, games course. or whatever yeah. um, and then she said <laughs> I've seen these before but never one this nice and the last one is it's a gerbil <laughs> yeah um, and then Monette makes a sappy toast, and all throughout her toast, Suzanne is uh, whimpering in between each of the wishes she has for Charlene. Mm-hmm. 
And then Suzanne stands up and dramatically shouts, they can have that crown when they tear it from my cold, dead scalp. I was waiting for that. That's, yeah, that's how you, like, bookend a toast right there. Um, and then we cut to Suzanne's, and they're, uh, like, arguing about who's going to go in because it's the day of the ceremony. <laughs> and she's so Mary scary. Jo tries to send, right? Mary Jo tries to send Charlene in because, like, Suzanne's not going to hurt a pregnant woman. <laughs> And then Charlene tells Anthony to go in. And then Anthony says, no way. I've seen this before. Every time there was a prison riot and a maniac locked himself in a cell, a priest would say, in his best white dude voice, I'll go in there. He likes me. I'll be okay. And then the same dude will be on the 6 o'clock news with a pistol in his ear shouting, he's going to kill me. He's a maniac. Give him whatever he wants. Uh, Julia comes in and Anthony asks her if she knows if Suzanne still owns that rifle. And Julia's like, y'all come on. Like, this well, is one of the most traumatic experiences. Think. Yeah, I think they took yeah. it away. Like, the first yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Julia's like, this is one of the most traumatic experiences of her life. And, like, her friend should stand by her in her hour of need. Anthony, go in there. <laughs> <laughs> and Julia's like, no, no, we'll all go in. She needs all yeah. of us. As upset as she may be, she's still a sweet, caring, loving human being. And also, there's no way she can cover the four of us with just one gun. <laughs> So they go in. Suzanne's sitting at her dressing table, very calm. They approach very slowly. <clears throat> uh, Mary Jo says she looks like Bambi caught in headlights. Uh-huh. And Anthony asks if she still has that big gun. And Charlene's like, we're here to take you down for the ceremony. Suzanne's like, yeah, no, just let me touch up my makeup. And Julia asks her what's going on. And she's like, very calm. You know, Julia, we're going down to the Marriott no. to see those pageant no. people. And Charlene's like, this is great. Yesterday you said uh, that thing about your cold dead scalp. And then you went outside and threw yourself on the pavement, kicking and screaming. Mm-hmm. And then you crawled to your car with dirt and saliva all over your face and peeled rubber out of the parking lot. We were a little bit worried. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says, well, I talked to Consuela and I feel better now. <laughs> and Julia's like, I hope you had like a soul searching, no. nice chat. No. And you Wait, reevaluated just, your priorities. I thought that I thought that when she says Consuela, somebody, I think Anthony is like, uh oh, immediately, right? Probably. Yeah, I think someone yeah. had the reaction that I was like, oh no, Consuela. <laughs> Sorry, and then um, Julia says, you realize that crown or no crown, you know who you are, but I have a feeling that's not it. Mm-hmm. And Anthony says, yeah, I have a feeling it's dolls, straight pins, and chicken parts. Mm-hmm. And Charlene asks, uh, did Consuela make a Donna Jo Carnes doll? And yeah. Suzanne says, yes. yes. She made one out of Audrey, too. Um, and I wrote this paper, so it's not going to happen. I wrote on this paper. It's not going to happen. Yeah, a few times, I think, or something. Yeah. And Julia says that she talked to Reese. Um, there's no statute of limitations. Unfortunately, there's nothing they can do. Like, you have to give up the crown. So she asked a lawyer, at least, to make yeah. sure. And Suzanne says, no, Julia, I don't want it to happen, so it's not going to happen. You taught me that. And Julia <laughs> says, no, I didn't. No, that's not how it works. Says, yes, you did. When I was a little girl, you told me, Suzanne, if there's anything in this world you want to be, you can be it. And uh, all you have to do is want it enough. And that's how I won in the first place. I wanted it more than the other girls. Um, all the other girls said, I don't care who wins. I'm just, like, happy to be here and meet the other girls from the state of Georgia. Well, I didn't give a flip about the other girls. Of course she no. didn't. Uh, I can meet any other girls any old time. And maybe uh, they didn't mean it, but they said it. And I never said it. I just said I want the crown on my head. 
and they can't take my crown because you told me I can be whatever I want to be. And if I want it bad enough and I want to be Miss Georgia for the rest of my oh, life, God. it's like poor little so Suzanne. Sad. It's a part of her identity. Like people talk about acting like yeah. it's shallow, but like, no, like that was a defining moment for her. Mm-hmm. So it and that's how she identifies herself mm-hmm. ever since. Yeah. And then we cut to the hotel. Uh, why the hell are press there? Like, what? Excuse you? It's not necessary. I don't... Like, it seems necessary. unnecessary. Oh, um, And Audrey says that Suzanne must be a lovely person to do this for us. And, like, I can't wait to meet her and thank her for her generosity. And Charlene says uh, she wouldn't say that if she knew there was a doll with a pen <laughs> in his neck. And Bernice comes in holding the arm of a woman like dragging yes, her in and she's yes. like look who i found in the ladies room <laughs> so, this is so much like, put her back. Bernice, you put her yeah, back you put her back yeah it's so funny like she's like a puppy or something and uh bernice is like this is the lady you've all been wanting to meet this is donna joe carnes mm-hmm. and uh they're all trying to be nice to her and charlene's like oh you must be excited to find out you've been miss george after all these years and she's like find out i knew 15 years ago i had her beat fair and square fair and i knew she'd pull something <laughs> and mary yeah. right? and mary joe's like uh no they added the numbers wrong like, it wasn't suzanne's no, fault no. and charlene's like they're trying to make up for it and donna joe says well, what good does it do now like i could have ridden out a way cross on that title do you know what first runner-up does and then Charlene starts quoting it for any reason. <laughs> Mr. Charles <laughs> not able to perform yeah. her duties. Da, da, da. Yeah. Um, and Donna Joe says, that never happens. First runner-up goes back to Waycross and marries somebody like that. And then this her guy comes, comes up, up and he's like super he's nice. The best. And he's so I proud would marry of her. The hell and he's out of him. Adorable. He's adorable. And she's he's talking about bitch. how he told everybody down at the- she's awful. <laughs> Like, he told everybody down at the store, like, that she really won and how proud of her he was. And they were like, Donna Joe, no way. But I said, and then she's like, okay, that's enough. And uh, they find out that he manages an auto parts store. Mm-hmm. And Mary Joe's like, you know, I don't really care about pageants or titles or anything like that. But I'm pulling for Consuela and the curse <laughs> on this one. <laughs> And uh, then they're talking about Suzanne, and Charlene's like, doesn't she look so lovely? I think I'm going to cry. Um, and then we cut to Julia is standing with Suzanne uh, for support. And she says, you know, if you give up this crown gracefully, I take back every single joke I ever made about beauty queens. Because when I told you that you could be anything you wanted, I had no idea you'd want to be something so very special. so cheesy. And they have an adorable, cheesy little... Oh, you did tell me when you are watching it, you are like, this This episode has a lot of, like, sister cheese in it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it turns out they found an actual judge from 1975 mm-hmm. who is 900 years old. <laughs> and he is going to uh, do the ceremony of the passing of the crown and the sash or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and his name is... Jim Klein. Okay. So the Klein, that is, the, that is gonna... Russell Anderson. That's in the credits, yeah. Well, who was her husband? Because he's adorable. Oh, my God. Go ahead. Oh. We're good. Okay. Um, so he tells Donna Joe to give him the crown. Or, no, they tell, like, Donna Joe's going to get the crown or whatever. And he's like, you mean Donna Joe didn't win? And Audrey says, no. And he's like, wait, that girl gave me the best night of my <gasps> life. And they're like, Suzanne, he's like, Suzanne Sugarbaker, she wouldn't even give me the time of day. 
And Suzanne's face lights up. And they give her the roses and the robe. And she gets to walk down and, like, continue to be um, Miss Georgia. And she, like, screams out, thank you, the crowd. And, like, holds up the roses. And woohoo's like a woo girl, only a little bit classier. And then we go to the credits. Was that kind of an Aziz reference? Yes, so. it was. I have to get it in. Aziz reference. Yep. yep. Gotta get it what in. was your favorite outfit? I actually didn't have any. Oh, good. I kind of didn't either. Like, I just Googled images, no. and I was like, no. I liked, um, I liked yeah. Julia's hair when it's half up. Oh, yes. Yeah, I think that looks good. But. On her. Yeah. I didn't have any favorites. Yeah, there weren't any, like, standouts. We're in a kind of weird. I even went back through. Yeah. We, yeah. We're in a kind of weird portion of the 80s. Again, 1989. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is almost the 90s, yeah. but still the 80s. So. It's just like a lot of fabric, but it's not necessarily like we haven't had that many, even Mary Jo's, like, you know, cat sweaters and stuff, you know, or cat vests. Yeah. We need to bring back stuff like that. It hasn't happened recently. We need to bring back some of the quirkier fashion. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess that's it then. If either of us had an outfit. Leslie, where can people find us? everywhere all over the internet we are the girls who came to sugar bakers on itunes and our Podbean site we are sugar baker girls pretty much everywhere else including facebook twitter instagram tumblr youtube and pinterest if you like us please take a moment to rate and review on itunes or wherever you get your podcasts it does help yes and thanks for listening. thanks for listening guys we'll uh, talk to you next week see you next time bye bye just need to know our friendship won't end. Hang out with Schwarzenegger. Um, yeah. Hanging out with the governor. I 